Hello, everybody, and welcome to Iceberg To Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Pittsburgh Penguins fell last night in a comeback effort against the Vancouver Canucks. They end up losing that one 4-3 in overtime. Elias Pettersson just proved to be a little bit too much, scoring four points against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but Sidney Crosby put together once again, an impressive performance and a performance that should go right into his heart trophy resume for the 2023-24 season. But something else that occurred in that game, Riley Smith left last night's game against the Canucks during the first intermission. He was hit hard in the first period by defenseman Nikita Zadorov. Following the game, Mike Sullivan said he is being evaluated for an upper body injury based on what I saw on the telecast last night, it looked like it was something on his left arm, whether that be wrist, whether that be elbow, whether that be even a shoulder the way he was holding his arm. It looks like it's something on that arm, and we'll have to obviously wait and see, but whenever a player doesn't return to a game, especially even more so, you know, worrisome is the fact that he left the bench, came back in the first period, tried to go, and then was ruled out for the remainder of the game. So Penguins practice today at noon before heading to Carolina to take on the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow evening. We might not get any update on Smith's injury. We might get the same thing that Sullivan gave us last night, which was continuing to be evaluated for an upper body injury. We'll have to wait and see, but you might see a transaction made today bringing someone up because as of right now, they have 13 forwards on the NHL roster, including Riley Smith. The 13th being, of course, Redeem Zahorna. Might see somebody else brought up to be at least that extra forward tomorrow if Riley Smith's injury is something that's going to hold him out for, at the very least, one game. Like I said, based on what we saw last night, I would assume he's going to miss at least a game. Uh, the other extent of that injury is something that remains to be seen. But the thing is... If that is a severe injury for Riley Smith, and it very well could be, you have to have somebody step up in that role. And they have a couple of options for replacing Riley Smith. I know that he had struggled recently, two goals in his last 30 games, not a lot of points to go with it. He was demoted a couple games ago to the third line with Lars Zeller and Valtteri Pustinen, but that's just the thing. The Pittsburgh Penguins coming into this season, we said it's the top six, there's a gap, and then it's the bottom six. So if there's an injury that occurs to the top six, it's going to be hard for the Pittsburgh Penguins to close that gap. Fortunately enough, it seems like a couple of players have stepped up this season when it comes to Brian Rust being out injured, when it comes to Ricard Raquel being out injured for an extended period of time. Drew O'Connor and Valtteri Pustinen have stepped up and been much better than what you could have expected coming into the season, and they've garnered very impactful roles with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but the problem is now, you already had Drew O'Connor on the second line, Valtteri Pustinen's up on the third line, who do you get to replace Riley Smith now that you do have those two options that have already been utilized and are already currently being utilized by the Pittsburgh Penguins? Let's run through some of the options that they have if Riley Smith is to miss an extended period of time. First and foremost, somebody that's currently in the lineup is Jansen Harkins. He's starting to put together a few solid performances on the Pittsburgh Penguins' fourth line. We have questioned, myself and many others, why Jansen Harkins was in this lineup for the majority of this season, because for the majority of this season, he's looked out of place at the NHL level. He's looked like he's a step behind at the NHL level. It seems like his confidence is starting to grow. It seems like he's starting to get a little bit more comfortable with his surroundings and with playing at the NHL level. 
Currently working very well with Noel Achari and Jeff Carter on the fourth line. Maybe that's not something you want to break up because the Pittsburgh Penguins, the last time they got their fourth line to start producing and to start playing very, very impactful minutes was a game before both Achari and Matt Nieto went down with injury. Nieto has still yet to return. So maybe you don't want to break up that fourth line. Maybe you want to continue to have this line go together because it's working well together. You look at what Jansen Harkins was able to do last night, a beautiful assist on the Penguins opening goal, just a dog on a bone on the forecheck. And that's one of the things he does very well for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And that time it turned into Marcus Pedersen's first goal of the season. Last night after the game, Mike Sullivan said this about Jansen Harkin quotes, he, keep, he keeps his game simple, excuse me. He uses his speed and gets in on the forecheck. I think his confidence is really growing. So Jansen Harkins might be an option. They might bump him up from fourth line left wing to third line left wing, and it might be him with Eller and Valtteri Pustin moving forward, but we'll just have to wait and see, like we said, because he is in the lineup, meaning somebody's going to have to come from out of the lineup to supplant Riley Smith if he misses time. The first option, and the option that I think is the most likely that you would see tomorrow, if need be, is probably redeem Zahorna. Zahorna hasn't played since December 30th against the St. Louis Blues. He's been a healthy scratch ever since, and even before he was healthy scratched, he was struggling. You could tell that he had hit that wall that he seems to hit every single season where he starts to play well, he comes up, and he looks good for that immediate boost, but then as time goes on, as the routine becomes monotonous, he starts to fall off. This year, it took a little bit longer. He's played the most NHL hockey that he's played in his entire career this season. And yet, it happened once again. He started to fall off, had two points in the previous 20 games before being healthy scratched, and the straw that broke the camel's back was a penalty taken late in the third period against the St. Louis Blues that he didn't get back out onto the ice after that and hasn't got back out in game action since. So I would assume they give him another opportunity to draw back in the lineup, but mainly because he has good chemistry with Valtteri Pustinen. I mean, that's why they had Pustinen and Zahorna put together. That was the storyline whenever Pustinen was dropped off the second line is that, hey, we're going to hope to see if Pustinen can do this deeper in the lineup and see if he can do it with somebody that he's comfortable with and redeem Zahorna. So maybe they put those two together and maybe Big Z gets back into action here on Saturday night. But if not him, I would assume the guy that gets called up regardless is Vinny Henestrosa. He's had a few stints at the NHL level this season. He's kind of been a suitcase going between Wilkes-Barre and the NHL Pittsburgh Penguins. So I would assume that he's probably on the top list or on the short list for somebody that would get called up if the Penguins need an extra forward. Most recently stepped in for Zahorna on New Year's Eve after that game happened against St. Louis that I mentioned. But he was sent back the game after to Wilkes-Barre because Brian Rust returned from long-term injury reserve for the January 2nd game against the Washington Capitals. So uh, Henestrosa hasn't scored any goals in his last 10 games at the NHL level. He's kind of tapered off from a hot start. We all remember his Penguins debut was in that game against the San Jose Sharks. He scored a goal and an assist, and he's looked good in his time at the NHL level, but there's still something that I don't know if you want to put him on the third line. I don't know if the talent or if the, the puck skills are there for him to be on the third line, but it's somebody that the Penguins have turned to multiple times this season and I would not be surprised if they turned to him once again. Somebody else that's less likely to get the call, but they, they have called upon on several occasions over the past couple of seasons. He's currently playing with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. They might call up one Alex Nylander. He continues to be a quad-A player, and what I mean by that is he's very, very good at the AHL level, 
but he's not been very good in his opportunities at the NHL level with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He has 20 points in 26 games with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins, but he has not looked good at the NHL this season. He didn't look great last season. He looked okay. He looked like an improvement at points on the Penguins' second line with Evgeny Malkin to end last season, but at the end of the day, Nine games last year, I believe he had one goal in garbage time and a loss to the Philadelphia Flyers. This season, zero points in five games. Alex Nylander has talent, and maybe that's what you're looking for is somebody with that offensive talent, but it just doesn't seem like it's clicking for him at the NHL level. And like I mentioned, he's a quad A type player. He's an option for the Penguins, but he's not the top option. He's not the option that I would go with. Here is the unlikely scenario that I would like to see at some point this season. You would imagine you see at some point this season. Former Pittsburgh Penguins first-round pick in the 2019 draft, Sam Poulan. He's been playing both at center and at left wing at the AHL level. He came into the NHL, was drafted into the NHL as a winger, so he has that experience. Obviously, he's a natural-born winger, but he's taken on center experience over the past season and a half. He has eight points in 14 games this season, obviously missed a handful of games earlier in the year due to injury. He was up in Pittsburgh rehabbing that injury for the majority of October, of November, and he finally got back in December and getting into playing shape, getting into game action. Like I said, eight points, five of those being goals in 14 games this season. He had a three-game stint at the NHL level last season. He probably would have played more, but he missed time due to personal reasons, as we all know. He probably would have been called up late in last season. If he was healthy earlier this season, he might have already gotten a call-up. So I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that Sam Poulin is on the short list. In particular, if it comes out that Riley Smith is going to miss extended time, which we do not know, as I mentioned at the top of this show, currently being evaluated for an upper body injury, we don't have an idea if, if that's going to be long-term, if he's going to miss a game or two, or if he's going to miss maybe a week or two. Regardless, if it is on the longer side, if it is week to week as opposed to day to day, that makes it more likely that you see Sam Poulin get the call, get his first NHL action of this season. And that's somebody that a lot of people are clamoring for. He's somebody that has looked really good at points, has looked like he's starting to put it together, but there's always something that pulls him back. And this year, it's that injury that he was suffering, that he's been dealing with, that he's trying to come back from, and that he's been playing pretty well over the last couple of games. We'll see if that's enough for him to get the call up to the NHL level. Like I mentioned, I would assume Redeem Zahorna draws back in. He gets the first shot at replacing Riley Smith if somebody needs to do that. I think Vinny Henestrosa is the likely call up to be the Pittsburgh Penguins 13th forward. But as I mentioned, you just hope that it's not too serious and that Riley Smith can return in the next week or so. Even if he misses that game against Carolina, hopefully he then returns in the game against the Seattle Kraken, who are now winners of eight straight. And if not in that game, there are four days off between then and when the Pittsburgh Penguins visit Riley Smith's former team, the Vegas Golden Knights. So something to monitor as we move forward. But the Penguins have plenty of options, whether or not those options are going to pan out and are going to give you solid contributions from that spot on the third line left wing. That remains to be seen. I would think the highest ceiling here is you give Sam Poulin an opportunity to come up Play with Lars Zeller. Both of those guys play a gritty, get down into the corners, make sure that you muck it up a little bit style, and hopefully they can open things up for Valtteri Pustin on the right side. I would think that's the most fun option for Pittsburgh Penguins fans. The most likely option is one of Zahorna, 
Hinos Rosa, or maybe even an elevation of Jansen Harkins from the fourth line. But we'll have to monitor what happens with Riley Smith. As I mentioned, Pittsburgh Penguins practice at noon today at Cranberry at the UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex. We'll have to wait and see if, one, Riley Smith joins the team at practice, and then two, following that, if Mike Sullivan provides an injury update on him. But that's going to do it for this episode of Iceberg to Go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.